Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution, they help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. This is Chris Davis with the Baltimore Orioles, and I'm listening to Section 336. With the Ravens out of the playoffs and the Orioles doing nothing this offseason, it's a tough time for Baltimore sports. However, some other cities and some other teams are also going through some rough times. So to make us all feel better about ourselves, I'm going to ask this question. Which sports city has it worse than Baltimore right now? Everyone's going crazy about Stephon Diggs and the Minnesota Vikings' last play of the game in the NFC Divisional game. But I'm wondering, what's the big deal? Didn't Jacoby Jones do the exact same thing five years ago? This offseason has been extremely quiet for the Orioles if they've done nothing. But can we really get upset about it when no one's made any moves in the offseason? I'm Josh Soroka. I'm Burt Rohde. And I'm Matt Soroka. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Buckle up, birds, be ready to ride. Your host, Matt Shasha Bird, ready to fly. Baltimore's best, Section 336. The number one sports broadcast gets your fix. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck, our favorite Orioles. What's the latest lineup? Home runs and stolen bases. This is a trip. Stay tuned in at 336. Gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation <laughs> Baltimore sports talk. You sound uh, like you're a wrestling guy. What? You sound like one of those old-time right. wrestling guys. You got an intro, intro. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, we, I didn't right. jump in like that. No, it's really fine. Funny. Whatever, Drew. Whatever, whatever. I'm sure right. you got Goldberg I've been in your doing, show notes for the Hall of Fame. It was really funny. I've been doing uh, this intro um, for four years now, Drew, and you're the first person to, interrupt it? to interrupt it. Sorry. We're joined by Drew, Drew Forrester as well. Drew, welcome to Section 336. Awesome to be here, as always. Sorry I broke the headset. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, you're off to a good start. You're breaking headsets. My, you're interrupting my introduction. Take it out of my stipend. 
Yeah. Just redu- whatever, you know, reduce it. And all right. All right. Josh, just take it out of my stomach. All right. You owe, you owe us 10 bucks before you walk out of here. Okay. I'll That's go. how that works. Okay. Um, I fixed them, so. Yeah. All right. Well, or or you can tell us a, a good Bill Ripken story that we'll get to here in a minute, and that might make up for okay. it. Okay. It, it's worth $10. There all you right. go. Fine. Uh, but I want to start with a little bit of football talk here. We we just talked about uh, what we're going to talk about on the show yeah. before we came on. We didn't even talk we about We didn't playoffs. imagine football talk. Um, we haven't talked about football since last year, right. I feel like. Yeah. But uh New Year's Eve. What do you want you want to talk about you want to talk about the Ravens not getting Stefan Diggs? Like the guy in their own backyard? Yeah. I'm I okay. choosing, choosing Perriman above him. Yeah, Josh. Um he was taking Diggs. And I and I like Stefan Diggs a lot. Yeah. And I remember when he came out, I mean he's a Maryland guy, so I watched him a lot. I don't watch a ton of college football, right. but but I watched Maryland. He was taken and, late. And he was really good taking the fifth round. Yeah. So yeah. there was there was a lot like thirty receivers that were taking above him. Yes. There were teams that had a chance about four times, some five times right. to draft him and didn't. Right. But you're right. We took Perryman yeah. and we didn't take Diggs. But don't you're you right. think it's weird for a Baltimore team to miss out on a Baltimore guy? Like aren't they watching Maryland games all the time? I, the, I, I, I don't know if that's – I don't know if they – I, I, mean, I, I mean, mean, if Ozzie's an Alabama guy, he's watching Alabama, I think, more than he's watching anybody else. Yeah, but you would think they go down to uh, – I was going to say Cole Fieldhouse, but wherever the Terps are playing uh, for their football, I, I forget the name of the stadium. Isn't that where they go to watch, like, when the other teams come to town to check out and scout? Yeah. It'll be interesting to know what they didn't see in him. I mean, he – Well, what, he, a lot he, of teams didn't see in him. He, well, right, yeah. Well, just the Ravens. Um he he was a good college football player. He wasn't like a Heisman candidate or anything. Right, I, yeah. It's easy for everybody to get up in arms over it because of the magnitude of, A, how bad our receivers stink, and, B, he's blossomed into a nice receiver for the Vikings with yeah. not all that great quarterback play either. I mean, they yeah. haven't really had anybody there to – I mean, they have decent quarterback play, but nothing spectacular, and – People are kind of talking about him now like he's Antonio Brown. But he would definitely help the Ravens. Right. <laughs> one of you guys might actually help the Ravens. And, that, and that's that's what it, the real problem is, the fact that the Ravens had no one. that So anyone who caught the ball this weekend would have looked good in purple. Yeah, whoever yeah, is, right, right, right. Whoever is running the Vikings, getting. I mean, their top two guys are Thielen, Adam Th- Thielen, an undrafted guy. And then Diggs, a fifth round guy. Meanwhile, right. we're we're drafting guys in the first round, and we can't and we can't get a receiver to catch the ball. Well, Shermer was uh, apparently now will be gone. Their offensive coordinator is the, getting the Giants job. Yeah. yeah. So unfortunately, uh, it we, might it might wind up. It'll be really funny. He might wind up taking Keenan with him. Oh, that yeah. would be really interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting. It, it, you know, they somebody is going to have to pay this guy. Which I don't. I'm not saying this is a fluke, but I wouldn't be coughing up you know seventy five million dollars for this dude. Yeah. Well, that, I, he's been good, but he hadn't been yeah. he hadn't been that good. He was a really good college quarterback. I mean, he had a hell of a career at Houston, but he hasn't blossomed all that well in the NFL. But maybe this is his maybe this is his coming out party. And with so many bad quarterbacks out there, you know he's going to get paid. Correct. So yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, who's going to do it? Especially when you look at the playoffs, and there's Tom Brady, and then a bunch of bad quarterbacks in the playoffs. Although Bortles played really well yesterday. Yeah. That, I mean, he no that, Bortles. That, that's as good as I've seen him play. Especially at the beginning of the game, and then that fourth quarter, he really took control. He, he played really well. I, 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 I don't think he's any good, but... I think there's also... I mean, it seemed like he was thrown to a lot of open guys. And, so, so you're saying the Steelers... Get, I, I'm, I'm biased against the Steelers, and I hate them, and I think that they suck all around. It just it seemed like a lot of open guys. 
And I watched Bortles play the week before, and he was terrible. So I, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I mean, I was uh, if you and you can check out Drew's Morning Dish at drewsmorningdish.com for oh, his daily Thank updates. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I was reading your post about uh, just how hard it is to win. And I was thinking about this. There's so many. It's so easy to lose. Right. And it just it sucks to be a Saints fan right now, right? But like we're 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 there. Everyone at at some point everyone's going to be where the Saints fans are except for one franchise, except for one team's fan base. Cuz it's just so hard to win and be successful. Which makes what the Patriots is doing incredible. Well, and the, and the coaches, I mean, look at what happened at the end of the game yesterday for Pittsburgh. They, and I'm doing this off the top of my head, so forgive me if the numbers don't exactly match up. They have we the ball care. with a minute left in the game. They're losing 45-35. They need 10 points. I'm, I'm right. Glenn Burney. I know I can do the math. 35-45-10. Go Gophers. Go Gophers, right. Yeah. Um, so they have a minute left in the game. They throw the ball to Martavis Bryant. He catches it. He runs all around the field. He gets down to the five-yard line or uh, somewhere in that area with, I don't know, 45 seconds to go. Yeah. The next play is uh, an illegal motion penalty. Right. They immediately should have kicked the field goal. Right. Right then. Yeah. they got to get 10 points. Kick the field goal. Right. Get, now you're going to try the onside kick again. Hope that this time your kicker actually kicks it 10 yards. But for them to fart around until the end of the game and throw one in the end zone at the buzzer and lose 45 to 42 how how do the players how do the players just like the coaches can't you can't coach when that kid whiffs on that tackle for new orleans yep how the hell the players how are the players supposed to react when the coaches don't do something that simple yeah like is tom are you paying attention yeah dude right. kick the field goal yeah make it 45 38 and you're going to try an onside kick again. And even the first onside kick was a highly questionable call in that situation in the game. I, I, it, it Are was, you okay with that call? But I, uh, they weren't stopping those guys at yeah. that point, right? Yeah. And the train of thought obviously was they're going to run it, we're going to call timeout. They're going to run it, we're going to call timeout. They're going to run it, we're going to call timeout. If they get a first down, it's, the game's it's done, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. So why don't we try the onside kick? It's stranger things have happened. I do think there's something to be said for you kicking the onside kick in your building versus when you're sure at home. Yeah. I mean, on, on, on the road. Building, right. On the road. Right. I do think there's something to be said for that. It's loud. Um, there's. It's just to me, it does make a little bit more sense to try it in your building. And the, what I just said this this morning on my podcast that I do every morning. What the hell are these kickers doing? <laughs> like, dude, you you since August, what have you been doing? What yeah. can you do in practice? Yeah. You, if you can't execute this onside, I would say to Boswell, I love you, but, dude, if you can't kick that ball 10 yards and one foot, I, I, gotta, right. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. Yeah. Like, come on, man. You you don't have that many jobs as a kicker. <laughs> well, and the whole thing about it is, what what are you doing in practice? Yeah. Like, I know what you're doing. You're practicing kicking. But right. at this level, how much of that stuff do you really need to do versus six times a year-ish – we might need an onside kick from yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I need it to go 10 yards. Right, yeah. And I need you to do it in such a manner that it potentially could be a difficult ball to handle. He tried the one-year in Baltimore. He tried that thing where he did it behind his... I remember that, that, yeah. Backwards yes. behind the back yeah, yeah. thing. Right, trying to, to fake him out. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would fire you over there. <laughs> You're right. fired. To borrow a famous line from this guy that we all know. You, you are fired. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And And... 
I'm not I, I am not a reactionary coach firing guy, so I'm not saying the Rooney should have gone in there yesterday and fired Tomlin. I'm not I'm not a reactionary like that. But I would definitely bring him in this morning and say, Mike, you gotta you gotta talk us through what the hell happened at the end of the game. And what were you thinking about when you didn't kick the field goal with forty five seconds to go in the game? Yeah. Like, give yourself a chance. I know what he's going to say. Oh, we thought we'd score on the next play. That, that's got nothing to do with it. Yeah. The clock is the biggest enemy you have. You, not only do you got to make up 10 points, but you got to do it in 45 seconds. And all you got to do is look at what happened in the Georgia-Alabama game and then look what happened yesterday at the end of Minnesota yeah. to yeah. say, I got one of the best passers in the league and I got the best wide receiver. Right. If I have a chance at the end to throw the ball down the field, who the hell knows what's going to happen? Sure. Right. I, I wouldn't have fired Tomlin over it, but I'd have brought him in today, and I would have made him do a hundred push-ups. <laughs> said, like, dude, you've been around the league way too long for that kind of brain fart. It kind of makes all that uh, being upset about. By the way, I'm thrilled. James, <laughs> yeah, James Harrison Sorry. signing with the Patriots. Right. Everyone's all upset about that. He's playing in the AFC Championship right. next week, right. and yeah. the Steelers but are not. I, I guess my yeah. whole point was brought up about you know how hard it is it's to hard. win, and I wrote about that today. Like, people yeah. have no idea how freaking hard it is to win. Yeah. Like, the teams that all beat the Browns this year, and I don't even know this off the top of my head, but I'm telling you that the Browns were in eight of those games. Oh, yeah, at least, They yeah. were in eight. Sure. Yeah. They gave the one game away against the Titans. They yeah. gave a game away against the Colts. They gave a game away out in San, uh, San Diego. They were beating Green Bay like 21-7 to with 10 minutes to go and lost. Yeah. It's really hard to win, even when you play teams that stink. Well, and you've been saying this for years because uh, back in the day when you were on the AM station, I would remember listening to you when I was Mr. Gung-Ho Ravens fan, and, and if the Ravens lost, my, the rest of my week was ruined, and you were one of the guys that kept saying, the other team tries too. Right. Oh, and it drove me nuts when you said that. Because <laughs> I was like, he's right, he's right. Well, oh. we do. I mean, there, are other, you know, there are other teams. It's a little unfair when Alabama's uh, payroll is $1.2 million and the other teams are like 300000 <laughs> But the other teams are paying the players, too. Yeah. Right. The, other, the other guys, you know, uh, the famous line in college, of course, is, there. you know, the other team is, has scholarship players, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the, it, it, you know, the whole thing about the way the Bengals game ended, everybody, it, and we do this all the time. This is really funny because we all do it, and I'm as guilty as anybody. When Terrell Suggs goes around the edge and beats his guy, does a swim move, and beats his man, and knocks the ball out of Roethlisberger's hand. Everyone says what? Man, Suggs, what a player. He's yeah. the best. Dude, that yeah. guy's a Hall beast. of Famer. But when that happens to Flacco, and they knock the ball out of his hand, what's everyone say? He sucks. Yeah. Flacco stinks. He has <laughs> Overpaid. No he has Not no, elite. Right. He has no <laughs> pocket awareness. He doesn't know how to use his feet. Like, we only see things yeah. through the eyes of our team. And we forget <laughs> that the guy from... Pittsburgh is trying to yeah. doing the same stuff that Suns is doing, but I do it too. I'm just as guilty. <laughs> yeah. Flacco stinks. Right. <laughs> Speaking of crappy so, quarterbacks, is there any chance we saw Big Ben play his last game? I know he does no, this no, every no, offseason. He, he said he's good. He said In he's fact, good. Today, here's how weird he is. The day he said, "I think I'm going to play three more years." <laughs> yeah. After he talks about retiring last every offseason, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I tell you something. He I, he's like Brady to me. Like I, I think. He's got some receivers, but I think he's better than he's ever been. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable the throws he makes. How about the play yesterday where he ran forward of the line of scrimmage? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. the ball backwards, and Bell caught it and ran in for the – Yeah, and then – Dude, that's a penalty – 
Well, and no. Like, oh, no. Oh, wait. Well, and, <laughs> then, Lateral. and then they showed Roethlisberger on the sideline with the audio explaining to his guys, it was a backwards pass. It's a lateral. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, it's right. he's mean, a smart quarterback. Really, and he's setting franchise playoff records yesterday. Uh, most passes for a Steelers quarterback in a playoff game. Yeah, most 840 yards passing and losing. Yeah. Most yards in the history of football and Yikes. losing. Now, yeah. he's also fat and ugly. Oh, by the way, Maryland, <laughs> Maryland has squandered their 16-point Yeesh. Just yeah, like, yeah, they're closing. The Michigan's closing in. Um, all right, so the Jaguars embarrassed the Ravens, and now they've beaten the Steelers twice, once in the regular season, then yesterday. Is yeah. it the Jaguars' defense? Are they game-planning better? Do they have a shot against the How Patriots? Funny is it? They scored 45 points yesterday. Yeah. Right? After they scored 10 against Buffalo. Right. <laughs> and In Pittsburgh, yeah. It's, it's, it's impressive. Yeah, it's so, so what is Bortles? Their offense got? scored 35, 30 Eight of them, and then the defense scored the one. Of them. Sure. Right. So, what are we supposed to expect next week with New England? They're going to lose like seventy to ten. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that? I mean, because no, be the New England defense isn't that good. I think it's going to be close. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not down breaking down Jaguars versus Patriots because I don't know. I'm not down to break it down. Isn't but that I tell the you what, thing I'm doing that, that we can't predict anything with these Jaguars. We're we're, we're, we're all going to be rooting hard for the Jaguars. I want. <laughs> I want a. A Bortles Keenum Super Bowl. Sure. Let's make it happen. Oh, that'd be all. You know, that'd be amazing. I'm not opposed but, to a Bortles Foles. I, all this Bortles. Listen, listen to the Jaguars. <laughs> this is just really funny. Listen to their their season. They opened by losing at Houston. They came home and they lost to the Titans. Then they beat us. Then they lost to the Jets. Then they beat the Steelers. So so far on that schedule, and then the Titans wound up making the playoffs. But so far they've played. What we thought were three good teams. They beat the Ravens and the Steelers. They lost to the Jets, who were terrible. And yeah. the Texans were good when they had Watts. Yep. Then they got beat by the Rams. They lost. Uh, they they beat the Colts. They beat the Bengals. They beat the Chargers. They beat the Browns. Like, yeah. you know, they, they didn't play anybody, but every time they played somebody good, they beat them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Every time they played a good team, well, they lost to the 49ers near the end of the year. Which is the op- was, They had Garoppolo fever going on. It's the opposite of the Ravens. Yeah, they, right. they played no right. one. Ravens lost to any, any good team. Every time the Ravens played a good team, they lost. Right. The Ravens in the last, I think, three years are 4-16 and 16 against teams that made the playoffs. I believe that. Absolutely. They were 0-5 right, this year. Right. Ever since their Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And John Harbaugh still has a job. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of weird. I, 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 I would have said that he, they weren't going to keep him, but the way, the way they lost – I think probably prohibited Steve from firing him. If they would have lost at home to the Texans, then they would have lost, you know, say to the Steelers, and then they would have lost at Cleveland and just kind of bottomed out and finished seven and nine. I think he would have came. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I, yeah. I don't think you could look him in the eye at the at the on that Monday morning and say, John, I'm going to fire you based off of what happened yesterday because it was such a fluke. And from thirty five thousand feet. You look at the season and you say, "Well, they're forty and forty in the last five years, yeah. and they went nine and seven. If you look at it from way above, but when you really narrow it down, the last two years they missed the playoffs by two unbelievable plays. Yeah, Brown stretching the ball out last year, and then this, this crazy yeah, throw like, yeah, on fourth and twelve. Play, like, yeah, and there were a lot of other mitigating factors along the way. They also the Bears, they you know blah blah blah. But I don't think he could have looked John in the eye and fired him on Monday based yeah. off the way they lost that game. But yeah. I do think if they would have lost. If they would have sort of flailed at the end of the year, I think he would have canned him. Yeah. And one more thing about the Minnesota game, the Stefan Diggs play at the end. 
is it me? I haven't seen anybody else say this, but th- it, it's exactly what happened with Jacoby Jones in Denver on yeah. our Super Bowl one, right? Almost, almost really identical. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Where, yeah. where the defender missed the easy tackle or went for a right. ball instead right. of going for the tackle or whatever. Took out his own man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I thought that was – it was a – It was crazy. I mean – Nice I'll memory. That, I'll give that kid credit. <laughs> you know, he stood up afterwards. Reminded me. I'll never forget it. I mean, I can close my eyes and remember what it was like in there when Cundiff missed the kick. And I can still look at the locker. Cundiff's locker was there. And Sam Cook's locker was right next to his. Then there was a little wall, and Matt Burke was right there, the three of them. And I can remember Burke saying something to um, Cundiff, and the media was kind of gathered around, and Cundiff said, if you guys will give me a minute, I'm going to get dressed, and then I'll talk to you. And I thought, man, I wonder if he's going to scoot out of here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he, yeah. he might head to the bathroom real quick to do his tie, and then he might bolt. Yeah. Um, and he came walking back over, and he was, like, getting his stuff together, and he's like, okay, I'm ready. And everyone just converged on him, and he was unbelievable. He just said, "I don't know. I don't know what to say other than I missed it. Like everything was fine. I missed it. Yeah. I, I, I would make that kick right. nineteen out of twenty times. Yeah. I, but I missed it. And you know, they said, was the snap okay? The whole. He's like, guys, I missed it. I don't know what, what, what to like, say. Yeah. You and, want me yeah. to say? Right. But I, and this kid yesterday was great. He just said, uh, I'm going to get better from. He said all the things you were." Think he would say right. That, that's um, how you. That's how you have to handle it. Right. If, if you sneak out and avoid the media, you're getting name called for the rest it of the offseason. It becomes a thing. Yeah, it it's becomes a, a it's, thing. You're then this right. soft guy who can't take criticism. You become Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. He, 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 you just, you know, you just have to. Uh, it's difficult, but you just have to stand up there and and everybody saw it. Everybody knows what happened, right? I mean, he basically whiffed on the tackle. And probably was concerned about getting a pass interference call, which well, the, he called it on the 35-ish. Right. Would have made yeah. it a 52-yard field goal. You know, I mean, that that would have been way better than Then a touchdown, happened. yeah. Right, right. Especially for those of us who had uh, – never mind. Anyway, I was going to talk about the four-and-a-half points. <laughs> Good. Take those, take those gamblers. <laughs> you should use your money for better things anyway. Uh, Good. You. Stick it to them. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, you know it's been a rough. It's been a rough off. I do think Minnesota's beaten Philly, by the way. All right, fine. I hope so. I love the idea of a home team Super Bowl. I think Minnesota's beaten them. I know that no one from Minnesota will get tickets to the game because of corporate sponsors and all. But I guess I don't know. When we went, we went down to the Ravens uh, Super Bowl, and there were still a lot of Raven fans there. I feel like in Minnesota, your home team, at least then. The NFL experience and all that stuff, the bars, everything will be packed for the for Minnesota. I like the idea of a home yeah, field Super Bowl. Win. I think I it'll think be cool. Win. I think they're going to beat Philly, and I think New England's going to beat Jacksonville eighty to ten. I mean, they've got a better <laughs> chance than Drew Brees going to Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know. Drew, I, I, Drew Brees struggles out, outdoors in the yeah. cold in Philly. Yeah, and both this weekend, both games are going to be cold games. Yes, yeah, true. Philadelphia and New England. So. All right. It'll be yeah. interesting. Do you, do you guys want to talk uh, about – Michigan's winning, by the way, 42-41. Do you guys <laughs> want to talk about NFL football the entire time and lose no. all listeners? Can we get to some uh, some Royals <laughs> talk so we have some listeners yeah. remaining? Yeah, sure. Let's, uh, because, yeah. you know, this is a baseball town. People want to hear the Orioles when they tune into Section 336? All right. Hey, I, you know, I mean, every time you go, right I just up. bought my season tickets or my mini plan. I put <laughs> yeah. my money yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. I'm You've good. got to. Hey, they, they froze your prices. No, no increase in prices I'm, this year. I'm uh, package C. Anybody else have package C? 
with me, hang out, have a beer with my kid and I. No. Well, he doesn't have a beer. I'm sure our son. <laughs> <All right. laughs> He's 10. Although he has had a sip of an orange crush occasionally when he thought it was orange juice. <laughs> That's right. Buy my kid a beer. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're going. So yeah. I'm in section 13. Come on out. I'm sure some of our games overlap. We're just a little higher up than you. It's it's. It's been a rough a rough off season for the for the Orioles it's and been for Baltimore no sports. But for the past week it's Josh been a, it's been a no off season. It, it's been a lot worse for the Pitts the city of Pittsburgh as far as sports goes. <laughs> With McCutcheon? I mean first they they, they lose in the playoffs. Then but if, they lose Garrett Cole. I guess they right. lost Garrett Cole first. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett Cole tra- traded away and they didn't get a good package in return for him. And now they lost McCutcheon the staple. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Would would you not have taken Musgrove and no. Moran and the other guy for Britain? Oh, for Britain? Um, if that was the deal last yeah. August and Duquette turned that down, would you not have taken those guys? Particularly if you knew, and I know Moran. Moran was a pretty high-profile guy, right? Yeah, yeah, but um, then he's, he's struggled but, in the majors. Right. Particularly if you kind of knew, sort of, kind of, that Machado was either, you were either going to maybe move him or... Uh, he was going to get, you know, hey, I want to go play shortstop. I, I, I would love to know what the yeah. package was that Duquette turned down. I mean, maybe. It, it, because those guys, both of them make me nervous. Musgrove, because, again, when he got to the majors as a starter, he struggled. He excelled at, in, 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 in a bullpen role. But if you're trading Britain for Musgrove, you want him to be a starter, especially if he's playing with the Orioles. Completely agree. And he struggled from as a starting pitcher. And then uh, Moran... Um, also, as I struggled in the majors. So those are two guys okay. who high potential guys. Back to your argument. Go who, ahead. when they got into the majors, have struggled. But at this point, but anything looks good for Britain. But so but all, but I I think Garrett. Well, I mean, doesn't Garrett Cole hold more value than Zach Britton or no? Um, well, I mean, I think it, some of that would have depended on. We're, now we're talking about last July when the Astros thought they needed somebody to close games. Yeah, but Britain so, also had a couple struggles. He also had some some injury issues right. that were lingering. So it wasn't Britain in the offseason, uh, last offseason. No, but I, I think there's a difference between getting Cole now versus the value of Cole now versus the value of Britain last July. Okay. Uh, so, I. I I, I thought it was a decent deal. I I didn't think Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is in the same situation that we are in. And yeah, in, yeah, that's, in I that, think the parallels are very interesting. In yeah. that they sort of kind of know they really don't. They're not going to re-sign Cole, and they sort of kind of know someone will over Cardinals or someone will overpay for him. So they're going to just try. They're going to cut bait and they're going to try to bring some guys in. And they're not. It's not that different than what we're going through, except yeah. they just said, "Oh, what the hell." We'll just get rid of these. Like them getting rid of McCutcheon. McCutcheon's a big deal. That's like us getting rid of Jones. It, exactly right. like that. It's I mean, exactly yeah. like he's, Jones. He's their version of Jones. Although exactly. Jones has yeah. been Jones is what ten years in the league, and this kid's yeah, but this, eight years in the league or whatever. But it's it, it's them getting rid of. It's but but he's team leader. He's, he's part right. of that. He's part of that. Didn't they team. bench him last year though? Well, they moved him to right field for a little right. while. Right. Okay. And he got yeah. all bent out of shape. And, you know, I can't like, well, right, like Adam you know. Jones would. I mean, Andrew <laughs> McCutcheon. <laughs> Andrew McCutcheon yeah. named his kid Steel. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He's all about it. He, he loved Pittsburgh. Now, part of it is McCutcheon never lived up to the hype of oh, what still, McCutcheon was supposed to be. He still, he was, still a, he was yeah. still a solid outfielder for them. He had some he's, really good years. Yeah, he had it, great years. But you're right. He just had a kid a month ago, and he named the kid Steel in honor of the city of Pittsburgh, and they trade him. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and that's a deal. And Pittsburgh, uh, for from what I've seen. 
Pittsburgh fans aren't aren't really happy with what's happening, partly because, and and this is I think what's it's making amazing how close his numbers are to Jones. And this was making trading Manny hard. I'll take. And this was going to make trading Jones hard. Is that nowadays franchises more than ever value prospects, and so you're not going to get the top 50 prospects back like you used to because now teams value prospects so much. So they're disappointing the return. Everyone, all these trades this offseason, because that's all there has right. been because no one's signing. Right. They're just trades. And whenever there's prospects still, people think they're being they're not getting back what, what, what they yeah. should, probably because they're homers and they're biased, but also because prospects are like gold nowadays in baseball. And that's got to be what we're learning through this Machado process, that people aren't going to overpay for for Machado. For they're not going to pay for one year it's of a superstar. It's how close their stats are. With Jones and McCutcheon. McCutcheon. And Jones. It, it's amazing, except obviously McCutcheon has an MVP, and yeah. Jones has never really been close to one of those. But it's just remarkable how close their stats are. It, it's funny to look at it and see. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, and, and you saw – and. and the Pirates have gone all in into, into this rebuild mode. Sure. Um, though yeah. it's interesting, they're getting some players back that are seem to be close to major league ready. Well, that's right because no one rebuilds now. They they retool. Well, some teams do, but right. But like Dan Duquette <laughs> likes to talk about retooling constantly. That's what Pittsburgh's doing. They're not rebuilding. They're yeah. trying to just retool and get. But do younger. you guys really think this is on Duquette? No. No, oh, wait, no, the, right? we, no. We, we've had these conversations. No, I think, it's, it's, it, it it's all starts at the top. It's, it's all Peter Angelos. Absolutely. What? I mean, it, it, it's it, – and this isn't even – everybody, you know, all we've done for, you know, 20 years is beat up Peter, right? This isn't, this isn't even really – But we gave – It's not even really beating him up anymore. It's not even it, – it, it's he, – he has a style that, whether or not you agree with it or not, he has a style that is – and this whole Machado thing is 100% about ticket sales. 100%. He does not want to get rid of this kid and know that if I get rid of him, I am costing myself ticket, you know, I'm costing myself ticket buyers, sponsors. If they get rid of Machado, it's a clear indication in Peter's mind. It might not be in our minds, but in Peter's mind. If I get rid of Machado, it's a clear indication that we aren't trying to win. Throwing a towel, yeah. Okay, then why doesn't he do the opposite and go all in like he did on Chris Davis? And, and, and give him three hundred fifty right. million. No, well, two reasons. A, he's not doing that. And right. B, you win. B, I, I don't. I don't even know that Machado would sign it. As crazy as it sounds, I'm not even so sure Machado would sign it. I think Machado would say, "Oh, is that what you want to give me? Okay, well then uh, let me let me just that, tell that, the Yankees send that <laughs> send that offer to Scott in November next year, and we might consider it." Okay, I don't so, think he would do it. Yeah, right. and, 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 and honestly, I, guys, I got to tell you, I wouldn't sign Machado for that kind of money. Yeah, and that's what, and we and we all yeah. assume, yeah, you just write him a blank check, and then we're going to be stuck watching no starting pitching for the for the next how many years. I, there is something about him. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, it's you mean the, the, jog, the jogging around the bases? Uh, yeah, I mean it's just kind of hard to articulate. No, I, 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 I'm, I think he is a wonderfully gifted player. Um, you know, you, we can sit here all night and talk about all the great things he does, how good he is with his glove. There's no arguing how talented he is. But I think there's an intangible about him that is the, the risk of that outweighs the the three fifty million. I can in see, my mind. I see a little bit of that with the. To me. I see a little bit of that with I think the, you're insane. the. No, there's a little bit of that when you watch him and he doesn't put his uniform on fully. 
He doesn't button his shirt up all the way. It's just weird. It's just <laughs> okay. that's a little I don't bit, like that. Right, but and, and that's then, not why I wouldn't but, sign him. No, but 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 I also think about him wanting shortstop and the whole concept of moving him to shortstop this offseason where as fans we're just it sounds like we're just accepting he's going to be shortstop if he's still in Baltimore seems a lot like Manny Machado wants to be at shortstop we don't have a third baseman on this team that can step up we've got a guy that can fill in at shortstop and suddenly we're going to move Manny Machado then who's going to play third I think that's kind of bad form to me but I, I almost would say this I'm not sure unless you want to make the argument about Trout and if you do I might concede just so we don't argue. <laughs> I, I I don't think I'd give anybody three hundred fifty million. I, I would just I haven't seen anybody worth that yet. Yeah. Now Trout's getting it, or he will soon be getting it. I think his deal is. I think he gets it this year, thirty four million. Yeah, be, and, uh, yeah. yeah, and maybe I'd give it to him, maybe. But I think right. for the most part, I would tell these guys, you know, dude, I I just can't do it. It's like when you you know that old days when the girls said, I really would like to go to Roost Chris Friday night, and you're like. Yeah, really. How's Applebee's sound? Yeah, but but how do how do yeah. the owners keep the price down of the players without it being some type of collusion? Because there's always well, I mean, yeah, someone's always, someone's always going to pay him, him the money, you. right? He makes thirty five, thirty four million. I gypped him out of a million. He makes thirty four million the next three years. Trail right, yeah. and then this is what the first year that they're going to have like a winning team. Like they've been uh, apparently, but they gave him knows. all that. They gave him that ten-year deal, and, and he's had to play with with losers for most of he it. He is a hell of a player, though, man. Yeah, no, he's he's a, is, he's exciting to watch. I don't know. I I, I I take the viewpoint of, and I I get three hundred fifty million. The problem is not thir- thir- the thirty-five million a year. It's the the, the it's ten the years, it, and it's on your books, and it's yeah. kind of hard to sell the team. Yeah, when right. you go up, when a guy comes along and says, "Hey, I might buy it." What are you? What's your budget like? And you go, "Well, I owe Manny thirty-five million." Hey, the, right. the next, <laughs> hey, the Marlins, the Marlins got away with it. But, by the way, real quick, yeah. I'm just looking at this now because I don't sit around and look at stats often. Trout and his career: second in the MVP, second in the MVP, won the MVP, second in the MVP, won the MVP, and then he dipped all the way down to fourth this year. Unacceptable. It's, it's unbelievable. Right. Right. He's on, had an unbelievable career. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, but if you're looking, I, I, I would sign Manny for the $350 million. I would okay. sign for whatever. Because my my thought is, uh, like, you, you can handle the rest of stuff later. Like, he is the type of player. There's certain players I think you can build your franchise around and worry about the other things after that. If you want. And I, I think he's one of those kind of once-in-a-generation talents. I mean, he's certainly for the Orioles he is. You, you you build your team around that and then and then you move on, but the shortstop is interesting. I I think it's a good idea actually to move him to short. Yeah, I I don't mind the idea. So the I'm Yankees just saying. Why? But why? They can exactly. trade DD Gregorius right. if it's if it's a if he if he's he's signing here long term. I have no problem moving him to shortstop. Why are we moving him to shortstop for one year or maybe six months? Here here's why. I don't think it's that complicated a thing and everyone's talking JJ about JJ Hardy's retired. Yeah, that that's the only reason. JJ Hardy was the shortstop. JJ Hardy's not is now gone. Which position um Be- Beckham was gets, like 10th in shortstops or something this year. He's not a good shortstop. <laughs> and and which position gets more opportunity? Which yeah, shortstop. Short shortstop. So, so okay. you're getting you're getting a lot more opportunity, so your kind of your potential so of you, plays you can make at shortstop is a lot higher than the, right. pl- the potential of the amount of plays you can make at third baseman, at, at third. So it makes sense to put your, and this is why, right? right? All teams usually, that's why everyone's drafted as a shortstop. Right. Because the most talented player is usually at shortstop because that's where you get the most opportunities. So it makes sense from that perspective to put Manny Machado at shortstop. 
Sure, and I get that, but who's going to play third? Mike Moustakis. We, we got to sign Mike Moustakis. Mike Moustakis. He's going to play both. <laughs> hey, he's got the We're range. Do, just do the shift the whole time. We'll do a fourth outfielder. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, no, Moustakis M- M- will play uh, third. So you're saying sign Moustakis? Yeah, and then, but Moustakis is going to want a lot of money. He's going to get. He's he's gonna he's gonna. I don't know what any of these guys are going to get. No one's signing. But he's he's going to want four or five years, right? Yeah. Oh, he's. I think he's. I mean, he's older, but I think he's going to get. Ninety million or something. For oh, you think I, so? I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. think twelve. Get, I would think twelve to fifteen million a year would be my guess. He made twelve million last year, and he turned down the qualifying offer. So I don't know what the qualifying offer is this year, but uh, my guess is it's around fifteen. But I'm a little surprised they don't want to keep him, or maybe they do, and they they, ju- they don't want to pay and that and money. They can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. He's a good player. I don't think he's a great player. Right. But, I think but, but if you're putting the Orioles out there and, and bringing in a third baseman, year. we yeah. still have no pitching to spend money on. Dude, he had 38 home runs last year. Well, you, 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 know yeah. the Ori- you know the Orioles like home runs. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like you would not – there would not be a drop-off in offense. He made $8 You'd be a drop-off in defense, right. but not really drop-off He offense. made $9 million bucks last year. All right. So we add him to the lineup instead of J.J. Ah. Hardy. And we can just hit more home runs to win. Who cares about pitching? <laughs> yeah, that, that that that's my thought. And the and the question is, what what do you do with Beckham? And the answer to that question is, you Ryan Flaherty him. You get rid he's, of he's utility. He's your utility. I, I don't guy. like him there whoa, whoa, whoa. either. Flaherty's I don't gone. like him there the Fla- year. Flaherty's what? Flaherty's a free agent. <laughs> no, nah, he can't be gone. He's got to be gone. The dream is over. Buck's still here. He was. I mean, the Orioles <laughs> haven't re-signed him. I thought that'd be their first no, no, re-signing. No, no. If but Buck is still here. Flaherty is on the team. You're talking about Ryan Showalter, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he ain't going anywhere. Oh, I think I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at some estimates for Mike Mustakis. Uh, Fangraphs. Uh, uh, Dave, Dave Cameron had him at five years, nineteen million dollars a year for ninety-five million. Yeah, yeah. wow, that was that more than I thought. Yeah, uh, right, that's, that's, that's a, he's not. He's not. I'm right. He's a twenty million dollar a year player. You're, you're gonna put him and Chris Davis in the same lineup. With those, with that money, and still find money to find pitchers. I Remember don't even know what we're doing, right? Not, I mean, are we kidding? Join the club. The Orioles aren't <laughs> signing these guys. We'll sign somebody, right? We got to <laughs> sign some. Kashner, right? He said that with such <laughs> melancholy sort of sadness in his voice. He's like, "We're going to sign somebody." Tell me, Drew. No. Well, it's it's why the story came out like about Hunter Harvey and how Hunter Harvey's going to get to compete for the. Starting position. Of course, he's going to get to compete. No one else is at camp. No, hold up. Can I we... do think it's amazing. Forgetting all this other, yeah. they could they could just say to Manny, Manny, you're getting your eighteen million or sixteen million this year, and you're going to play third base, and we'll see you in Sarasota. Like they don't have to do anything. They don't. I think it's unbelievably funny that they're. It's January fifteenth. They have two starting pitchers. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't legitimate two starting pitchers. Yeah. They don't have. They don't have any other pitchers. Yeah. I'm, I'm contending still today. You guys are all of you guys are going to fall on the floor. Jimenez is. I can't even say it with a straight face. I can't even say it with a straight face. Jimenez is going to sign a one-year deal and he'll be back here. No. Yes, he will. No. Watch and see. No, I think I would not be I'll, surprised well, at I all. I would be I, shocked. I, I would be shocked. Where have you been for the last ten years? No. Watching a ball Jimenez, that, and it'll yeah. be a Tillman one-year deal too. Well, no. well, Watching well, a ball They'll bring back the same five. No, I would bring back Miley. Yeah. No, yeah, sure. Tillman. No, no, no. Tillman's Miley, back. No. <laughs> Miley, no. Why would they know Miley, but Jimenez you're okay I, with? Because Jimenez Get out of like here. A, a nice fella. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He's remember, nice guy. remember, he no, no, smiles no. and everyone likes him. I would, but Tillman, Tillman I'm all he's good. back. I'm good with that. Well, and he's back. He refuses to you. He refuses to leave Sarasota. <laughs> he's working out at and Ed Smith. Like, you know, Christian not really on the team. He's like, 
I'm not? <laughs> they, no, 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 you don't have a contract with us. My agent's working on it. Yeah. They, they said last week while the Orioles were pitchers were going through their minicamp, Chris Tillman was fishing in the pond at Ed Smith. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to refuse Watch out for alligators. I would take him on a one-year deal but, with no problem at all. But why haven't they gotten that deal done yet? The guy because won't leave. He's there. they do anything quickly. Never. <laughs> and you know why? This is probably why. Tillman's agent probably has said he made whatever he made last year, $12 million, right? Tillman's agent probably has said, hey, just, you know, redo the deal, re, re, you know, renew the contract. Chris will pitch for one year. And he made last year $10 million. So his agent has said, you know, you can't give him a pay cut. You know, I mean, he's not going to take a pay cut. So got to give him 10 or $11 million. And the Orioles have said, eh, we were thinking more like nine. So they're probably fighting over a million dollars. Yeah. And Peter has said to Dan. Nine? That's just my guess. I'm just Nine? Sure. Chris Tillman? The guy <laughs> in the ERA seven last year? This isn't arbitration. Pays this, to isn't, that. this isn't arbitration where no arbitration's one, insane. You can you, no you can break your arm the, as a pitcher and you're in arbitration, you make right. more money. I don't understand <laughs> how that works. <laughs> no matter what year you had, what injuries you're He's not arbitration eligible. It's right. hilarious yeah. though. That's a thing, He's right? Exactly right. Arbitration. Yeah, it's it's, only, it's like inflation. But I want eleven million dollars next year. All right, you win. You made nine this year, we gotta give you two more. Oh, God. Not Chris Tillman. If they get I'm him just, for any more than four, I'm going to lose my mind. Just, <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be eight. It's got to be eight or nine. Yeah, you can't it's gonna be an increase. Him and give him four. You're at seven. That's disrespectful. His number, his pitching last year was disrespectful. Well, I'm just yeah. telling you. You heard it here. Jimenez back for one year. Watch and see. I'm just telling you. Oral magic, all, baby. When all the dust settles, he's going to be back for one year. But I'm I, just telling you. I'm not surprised the Oros have done nothing because, and, and Drew is right. They they always wait and no one's done anything. Especially like Dan Duquette's like I'm gonna outweigh I'm gonna outweight everyone and if everyone's gonna wait till February I'll wait till March. But you know everyone's gonna get signed the the U Darvishes the Ariettas the J D Martinez's all those will be signed and then Dan Duquette will right. see who's left standing that he can get for a well, good deal. Well, those guys and and in, and to defend the you know not not that they need it and we can beat up on them all day about not doing anything but. They, the pitchers that really mattered, they were never getting those guys. Arietta was never right. getting What about Alex, What about a Lance Landrew? Okay, Cobb. so we get a Lance Landrew. There's an interesting guy, right? Yeah. He doesn't have a deal yet. I, would not, I wouldn't take Vargas or any of those, but I would definitely have an interest in Lynn. But he, he, so he might be the one guy, right, yeah. that you would say. That's the guy I like. Of, of the, right, of the, of the pitchers that you could go get, he'd be the one guy that fits in that – isn't predisposed to saying no. Like Arietta isn't coming back, <laughs> and and all, and you know, hey, I don't know that I'd give Arietta a hundred million. Yeah, no. um, Darvish, eh, you know, would I take him? Sure, he's not coming here. Right, like, it's not happening. He's not coming. Right. Yeah. So you kind of whittle away at the the guys that are reasonable to think about. Vargas, right. I don't think I would. He had one good year. I don't think I would cough up a bunch of money for him. Lynn, I like, and yeah. he comes from an organization where they have just turned over really good pitchers all the time. Really good pitchers. So I would take him for sure. Yeah. He would be a guy that, you know, if he wound up going to, you know, the Blue Jays for $80 million for five years, I would be pissed off with that if I were an Oriole fan. Yeah. And again, he's a guy that, uh, and I see, is projected to get so on he made seven and a half million last year. He's projected to get three at sixteen million dollars a year for forty eight so million. million. Like that's yeah, that's, three I, for fifty. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, absolutely. In a heartbeat. 
Yeah. Right. He's 30 years old. Uh, don't know much. I'd have to look at his numbers real quick. But it, I, it strikes me that he's 175, 200 any year guy. He is. 176, 200, 200, 175. Wow. Now, you know, there, there always is going to be – now, the National League Central has been a pretty powerful hitting league over the last couple of years. Milwaukee's been really good. The Cubs have been really good. But, you know, there is something to be said about coming to the American League. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. And that's why uh, Cobb has been so appealing because he's a guy who's pitched in the American League East. But he's another guy that I think wants to know. I mean, when you you can pitch for any team you want, it's a tough – Baltimore can be a tough sell. And, oh, and, and, and yeah, and then certainly Alf Cub has connections, pitchers, has sure. connections with the Cubs and with Madden right. and stuff. So I, it's a it's a it's a tough sense. sell. And yeah. now your agent is saying to you, you really want to face the Yankees eighteen times a year? Not that you would as a pitcher, but right. you know you're go, you're now going to go up against the Yankees and the Red Sox. You're probably going to make, eh, you know, seven starts against those two teams over the course of the year. You know, you really want to go over? You want to go up against those guys seven times? Yeah. Those two teams? Yeah, and we and we Knock talk about yeah, you know. we right. talk about how Dan Duquette might be kind of uh, shy. He might shy shy away from these pitchers based on his past experience with Jimenez. Um, well, not Dan Duquette, but Peter Angelos. Well, what, whatever. But that's true for the pitchers too. Like other pitchers see, oh, I, I go to Baltimore, and all of a sudden my ERA well, shoots well, up. Right, and the, yeah. the guy that's the, the, that you can really look at that pigeonhole him right in there is Hellickson. If yeah, Hellickson. everyone knew, as soon as they announced that deal last year, I'm like, well, he's going to get his ass kicked. Right, going from the NL East to the AL East. And, and yeah. just fly ball pitcher, all you got to do is just look at, I'm not even a huge sabermetrics guy because I went to Glen Burnie, but I know enough to go read Gophers. it yeah. and, and look at it and go, oh, gives up a lot of fly balls. Uh, that won't serve him very well in Baltimore. Right. right? Yeah. I'm a dummy and I can figure that out. So you have to really look at, and this is what happens, like you just said, this is what happens when pitchers have a, some track record and their agent can look at it and go okay you could go to baltimore and get lit up or you could go to kansas city or you could go to detroit and uh, well, who's the kid that went to um that the orioles offered the deal to from houston who went to detroit oh fears or right. fires yeah he, the orioles offered him a contract and he said uh detroit baltimore uh, i think i'll go to detroit <laughs> like yeah you know, i mean they look at it right away and they're like unless you can overpay right and even then i'm not sure it's smart for the orioles to do that like, Lynn's numbers are good, but they're not, you know, I don't know that they're $23 million. He's not Rick Porcello. He's not going to steal money from you like Porcello is. But if you give him $20 million a year, I kind of think you might wind up being disappointed. That's just my opinion. I Just looking at his numbers, I, I don't know. I'll be shocked if we, if we help, sign any pitcher. Right, I sh- I'll be shocked if we sign any pitcher that we're not disappointed in halfway through the season. Nobody's going to come in here and blow the socks off anybody. Like we haven't had a superstar pitcher in twenty years. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I, like, See, I mean, well, these two kids aren't bad though. I mean, they, they, right. I think both of these guys have. I mean, you know what's going to happen, right? One of these two, when he becomes a free agent, is going to the Yankees or the Red Sox, and he'll be he'll win the Cy Young. <laughs> and you yeah. know, one of these two, either Bundy or Gosman, right. will win a Cy Young someday, and, like Arietta did by accident. Right, and there is excitement about Tillman and Bundy in the rotation, and eventually Hunter Gosman Harvey, Bundy. not this season, yeah. but eventually he looks like a kid who we hope can can be one of these guys in the rotation also. But And they're guys that we've groomed through our system, like right. a Mike Mussina, but no free agents Those are going to come to Baltimore and be a superstar. Right. And, right. They, and this is what McPhail was saying back in the day, right? Yeah. Like, buy the bats and grow the arms because he knew this is the only way to do it. Except McPhail failed. He didn't grow any arms. Uh, he didn't even bring any arms he that we grow. Right. There's he no didn't water him well. Right? There's, he didn't put, and, give and him the, enough lighters. And, and the bats he bought, Vlad <laughs> Guerrero, 
the Batsy ball weren't very good either. <laughs> just, Don't worry. Maybe he'll buy Manny Machado made, next year. Made a couple good trades, though. <laughs> yeah. Manny's going to New York, right? I don't know. Yes. I, I mean, or is Bryce Harper? Both. They can't take them both. <laughs> sure they can. I, I, They'll figure out a way to do I it. I would not They'll be shocked. Ellsbury will come here. Stupid, right? <laughs> yeah. If they, yeah, if they both go to New York. His twilight years. Right. If they both go to New York, I'm, I'm uh, pushing well, for the division realign again. Right. How does he go to the bank, Ellsbury, without having a thing over his face? <laughs> uh, I'm here to deposit my check. I mean, that's $18 million a year. He is stealing from those guys. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why they want to dump him. That's yeah, why, they, that's why sure. they're trying to trade him. Offer him to the Orioles. Speaking of dumping, Maryland down 10 with five minutes to go. All right. Do you, do you have a Bill Ripken story or what? I do. I've been sitting here <laughs> patiently <laughs> waiting for a Bill Ripken story. You can, you can come up with a better transition as we were so, talking no, about no, trash. No, okay. So, Bill Ripken. So, I am playing golf at Mountain Branch. Um, we get to the 14th tee, which is a par three. And there's a group on the 14th hole on the green, and the marshal rides up and says, these guys aren't holding you up, are they? And we kind of joked around and like, yeah, they're holding us up. We're going to hit into them. And he says, it's Cal Ripken. Don't hit into Cal. Cal's a good man. He's a Hartford County boy. And I'm like, oh, really? I didn't know that. So, you know, now you kind of see him walking off the green. You're like, oh, hell, it is Cal. There's Cal. So it's Cal, Bill, John Maroon, and... Some other nondescript guy, I don't know who it was, but there's four of them. Off they go on the 15, we play. The 16th hole mountain branch is a really short par four. And almost every time you just hit it down the left-hand side, you kind of lay up, but you can try to drive the green. And the conditions were kind of favorable, and they were on the green, but there's no way that I'm going to drive it into them to hurt them. So I try to drive the green. And... I know I hit it well, and the guys I'm playing with are like, dude, that might be on the green. I was like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. And when we drive up there, they're putting on the green. And uh, the the green is only like 50 yards away from where we're sitting. <laughs> and Bill Ripken walks to the front of the green, and he said, who hit that ball? <laughs> and I said, I did. And yeah. he said, it Real went proud. right through my effing leg. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, just like the old days of Memorial Stadium. <laughs> and, and those guys, Cal, like, Cal was laying down in the car laughing. <laughs> so when we went in afterwards and I was going to go in to apologize, I was I come walking in and Bill's sitting at the thing and he like turns around and he goes, was that you? And, I, and then Cal started laughing. I was like, come here. And he gives me a high five. He goes, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard anybody say. <laughs> he said, Bill, Bill was so mad when you said <laughs> He said, I went right through my legs. I said, just like the old days. That that tops my making Willis McGahee laugh. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great story. Yeah, it was pretty funny. That's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, that's good. What? <laughs> Way to be on your toes, Drew. Yeah, yeah. 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 Quick wit over it here. Kind of yeah. happened kind of quickly. Yeah. I, I thought he really was mad, and I was like, oh, "How am I gonna? How do I counter this?" <laughs> right, I think right. He's mad. Let's make him matter. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. right. At least make the people with him laugh. Yeah, that, right. that's a good. Because yeah, only th- only story better than the story I made Bill Ripken look silly and made Cal laugh is. Bill and Callet teamed up and beat the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, right. And I sued right. them, and I, and I yeah, right. Uh, the Ironbergs. <laughs> right. Yeah, then maybe you could buy his house because no one else is buying yeah, that. Right. Thing. I just saw that, and and Ray's house. Ray, uh, Ray dropped the price yeah. on his house. Huh? But uh, uh, who's the uh, the Raven that just listed his house? Oh, Tony, Tony Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. I'm, I'm real freaked out. <laughs> yeah, we'll help you move. Yeah. 
he, 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 so he, he took it a little personal. Maryland, hang it in there. Look at this. We're doing a podcast getting yeah. live updates on the Maryland game. Yeah. This is probably a violation of the <laughs> Big Ten rules. Don't worry. Express it, written consent. It, it'll be awesome for everyone listening at work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we, well, yeah, we won't tell you what happens then. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You have to find out for yourself. We'll say it at the right. top of the that, show. That's the last update you get. <laughs> All right, so who are you taking next weekend? Who? What, what do you pick? No, Jacksonville's not winning, right? I mean, we, we all agree on that, right? They're not beating the Patriots. Are right? you talking NFL again? You know, no, back to, all right, fine. Drew's guarantee? They're not beating. I mean, I, you know what? I, I just think it might be close, though. I just want a little Because I do think their uh, defense is good. I just want a little crybaby Tom Brady. I want Tom Brady upset about how things aren't going his way. Oh, well, you're going to definitely I, see I, that. That's all. I, and and that's, that's a win for me. And it should go that way based on what I'm hearing. I didn't even watch the game, but the uh, the – the Patriots were getting a lot of favorable calls in that game against the Titans. You don't say. Well, yeah, because I don't know. Yeah, really? Just repeating what I heard. Yeah, and they're going to get. They're <laughs> going to right. They're going to get even more this week because you think the NFL wants the Vikings and the Jaguars in the Super Bowl? No, but I do. Yeah, everyone else. <laughs> right. The normal sports fans. Why won't do. they do what I want them to do? Brady says he's going to play till he's forty-five. How old is he now? Forty-two. Forty. Forty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he'll get you a few what? more rings in that time it's unbelievable. too. Yeah, right. he can keep making the money because. Yeah, yeah. The problem did is. Did you guys read the story uh, any, uh, last week? Yeah. Did you read it? Did you sit down and really read it? Yeah, it didn't the, seem like a big deal. The story about. Yeah, I'm on that side of the. I'm it, on that side of the. It seemed like too. everything we knew, and it seemed like ESPN trying to prove that they're not in the pockets of the NFL and the Patriots. Right. I mean, I, do I think that they got in themselves in a bad situation with the Garoppolo kid, and. And with the tra- the, the, the stuff with the trainers a little messed up. Well, that guy's kind of a fruitcake, and uh, Brady. In Not sure if fairness, we can still say that. Brady should. I, I hold him accountable a little bit for that. He's got to understand about the sanctity of the locker room, and he also has to understand how important it is for the club to be able to control the players, except the, the health of the players. Except we were talking about, we were just talking about baseball players and how guys like Manny Machado could be suddenly see himself as bigger than the game. You don't think Brady sees them as the most important thing in New England to ever come out of New England? Yeah, I mean, I, but I'm just I, you, I I think there's a difference between you knowing your value and you bringing this trainer around and letting him hang around in the locker room and rub guys' feet and feed them vitamins and put tell them to get the temperature down to sixty degrees in their house and do all kinds of well, yeah, it's it, it's cautish. Yeah, but it's but kind of strange. But what happens is you start to believe that all that is why you're winning and right. that's why well, you're forty right. years old and you're the right. best quarterback in the NFL. But I thought that story was mostly about them trading Garoppolo. I think oh, the root right, that it, was that, for, that it was forced. The root of that story was based off the fact that they had to trade Garoppolo, and it, depending on which way you believe the writer right. was trying to guide you, do you think Belichick would rather get rid of Brady and keep right, Garoppolo. Right, and that's, that's how I took it, too, is that Belichick was trying to force the issue of Garoppolo starting next year. Right. That, that it's time for Brady to that. retire. And I don't buy that. I, 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 I just don't. I think Belichick is the smartest guy in the room, and he he knows when Brady he knows when Brady is wearing down, and he's not wearing down. It doesn't look like at this point. No. I mean, so so no no chance uh, the Patriots fire Belichick and he comes back to coach in Maryland. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we can't get Belichick so. over here. I don't think so. I don't think I think he's unfireable. bring him bring him home. I think he's unfireable. I, I, yeah, but I think Brady is also. That, that's the, that was really the art. The whole article really stemmed from that. The root of the article was these guys are both unfireable. What are you going to do? Keep winning that, Super Bowls. Keep Bowl. winning Super Bowls, right. yeah. 
Right, as long as <laughs> right, as long as they can both coexist. Like, wouldn't and, you love that? That or problem? Just, they I keep would, going, even the ones they they lose, they still go to the Super Bowl every year. Right. You know how much <laughs> I would love to read a story that Manny Machado and Buck Showalter hate each other, but they keep winning World Series. Right. It's like who cares? Winning solves all the issues. Right. It was an interesting story, but I think it was founded mostly in the the top. The one topic was Garoppolo, and they just couldn't give him eighteen million dollars to sit on the bench. Yeah. I mean, right. It's that simple. Like he was in the eight, and maybe, maybe, and I, I can't even believe I'm going to say this. Maybe this is the one time in his career when Belichick actually had a heart and cared about the guy, because for the most part, in his whole career, Belichick has never cared about the player. R- M- Lawyer Malloy, you're fired. Richard Seymour, you're fired. Um, the kid with all the concussions, uh, Welker, you're mm-hmm. fired. Uh, Woodhead, you're fired. Like, Corey Dillon, you're fired. He just fires these guys, right? Right. And, you know, his theme is better a year too early than a year too late. And right. And that, that's, but the, that's what gives you the thought of he was done with Brady. Right, maybe. But you're also talking about, the, you know, arguably, obviously, the best quarterback in the history sure. of the league. But, but, but this is the one time when he might have looked at Garoppolo and said, I'm really doing this kid an injustice if I keep sitting him on the bench for the next two years. He's 27 years old, 28 years old. He should be playing and winning now. And don't believe for one minute it's not a coincidence that he shipped him out to San Francisco. As far away right. as he could get <laughs> yeah, that won't NFC be. West, yeah. as far away as I could. He would never have traded well, it's, it's, to an AFC team. Sure. Never, never, never. Right. And well, it's kind of like the Colts when they had to choose to stick with Manning or they've got this great guy luck coming up. And they, they decided to, to ship off Manning even though it didn't make sense uh, to get rid of their, the guy who's defined that team. Right. Right. It's, it, it is similar. I would agree with that. It's, it is very similar. Although Manning had a lot of physical issues at the yes. time that made you that made it right. appear like he was getting he older. Was done. Yes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah, his was time was running out. So there you go. That's what I want Doros to do with Manny. I don't even care about the prospects they get in return. I don't care about an American yeah. League or National League. As far I just want him possible. on the West Coast because I, I never stay up that late to see him. So I literally will never see Manny Machado yeah. if he goes to play for, the, the rumors for San Diego or something. The rumors something. to the Diamondbacks, I'm all for yes. it. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I never stay up that late. I'll never see him. I, I can I name would, two guys on the Diamondbacks. <laughs> I, is, is I, would, I would also say with this Machado thing that – and I'm going to sit on the f- firmly on the fence here. Um, I would say that you make the best. First of all, they should have made this deal last July for wherever he was going to go, right? But they didn't. So now here we are. They should make the best deal they can make, regardless of where it is. They should get the most quality they can get. That said, I do understand a little bit about being hesitant to trade him to New York or Boston particularly when it's now February, uh, middle of January, but by the time it's all said and done, February, and he's going to show up in April and play against you. Yeah. I do I do understand that a little bit. Right. That if they had their druthers, they would much rather ship him to Arizona or you know one of these other teams that's West far, Coast. far away yeah. and not give him to the Yankees or the Red Sox. Yeah, But, but that, that said, I would still do the best deal I could do, but I would run it up the flagpole ten times and say to Arizona, are you sure you can't do something? Right. Well, and because that's where you <laughs> then got to go. The hard part of the whole deal is then convincing Peter Angelos that this is the best you can get. And he's not going to do it. Right. I mean, which, I keep saying that over and over. Manny's every probably going to finish somebody, out the year with Baltimore. Every time somebody says to me, like, if they trade Manny, I'm like, Peter is not trading Manny Machado. 
No, and this is not doing. And if you want to say he had a change of heart or anything, we were soft on him when the Orioles were winning for a few years. But if you look at the Chris Davis deal, when Dan Duquette goes out and says that candle's blown out or whatever he said, the candle's done. And then the next like, day they sign him or a couple of days later they sign him because Peter Angelos gets involved, shows you he it's Peter Angelos. That was a little bit of an interesting that, – that moment in time, though, was pretty interesting because he had just come off of a – he had, you know, he had just come off of a really big year. Right. It's, it's the um, Joe Flacco scenario. Yeah. And even though they hadn't gone to the World Series, that was the one time that the fan base – I mean, there have been a couple of other – obviously, Teixeira, the fan base sort of demanded that they sign Teixeira, but that was never going to happen. This, this was the one time when the fan base – I think the fan base would have flipped out if they would have let Davis leave. Yeah, and, and, and I don't mind. I still, I don't have a huge problem with the Davis deal because he still. I don't, has, either, I, I, think, I don't either. If he would just hit, right? And I, <laughs> and I think he still has the chance to turn that around. Yeah, I hope. I'd well, go back to he still has, yeah he still has a lot of years what he's done a contract like twenty years yeah he still has a lot of chance got like, <laughs> you're right go he's got plenty five, of time four or five more he's years he's got of plenty that of time to turn around I right. would bring Chris into the room and I would say Chris come on in all right now let's look around real quick let me let me frisk you make sure you got no wires on you or anything right. you good all right let's look around make sure we turn all the TVs right. off get all the mics <laughs> off which flavor right. of Adderall Chris, yeah Chris um remember those years when you were really good um I don't know what you were doing and I don't want to know. Might have been Fruit Loops, like Mickey Tellington in the old days. I don't want to know. Right, here's makes you really question what, what Fruit Loops are. to you, privately, whatever it was, go back to it. Do right. it. Right. <laughs> I don't want to know what it was. Well, it's like, the, yeah, it might be a little bit of Joe Flacco. Had a bunch of kids, got focused on the family. That's, uh, I don't know. Or I'm whatever you get, get your prescription or right. lined up so you don't get suspended yeah, for just, it. Whatever it was. <laughs> but, but I think Drew's okay with Chris Davis because he also is a really nice guy. <laughs> Just like really nice guy, friend of the show, friend of the show. Had him on here for a really nice guy. No, no, no. I, I, look, I, he's a very, very good defensive player. Um, he is, by everyone's account, a really good guy. Uh, you know, he's good in the locker room. He's just gone through this period where, for years, two years now. His batting average is awful. He strikes out way too much. He swings at awful pitches. He doesn't like, swing at pitches. He, sh- he, 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 he just, just, just should swing at. The thing. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Stinks, stinks, stinks. stinks you know, he, <laughs> but he's he's exhibited in his career, obviously some very high quality years. Right. It, it forgetting what he makes, he could be making ten million. He's he stinks. Yeah. Like, it isn't even about a salary at this point, dude. We just need you to hit better than two twenty five. Yeah, and it's pretty simple with Chris, right? Like the con the 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 contact the damage to contact ratio is pretty high. Right. The problem is uh, the last couple of years there hasn't the been enough contact, and yeah. the and the shift has really hurt him. The more and the more shift Amazing. comes in, he cannot beat the shift. Hurting. If he spends all of this off season working on beating the shift, he'll have a good season. But see, I just I think that's part of the problem though, right? That this whole shifting has gotten to his head, and you want it him just to do what you did before, just it, hit the ball. But it ha- but it's gotten to the point where he doesn't try to beat the shift because he thinks, well, all I got to do is hit it over the shift. If I hit it over their heads, the shift won't. That's how I'm going to I mean, beat he had, it. Last year, he had 20, and he, you know, he played in 128 games, but you know, he had 26 homers. He knocked in 61 runs. I mean, oh my god! Right, yeah. and he and, he's a, and he had 15 doubles. So he either he had 40. This is an amazing stat. I didn't realize this till just now. Chris Davis last year had 42 extra base hits. You on the right, Chris Davis? Yeah, I am. <laughs> he had 42 right. extra base hits yeah. the whole year. Yeah, right. 
Right. Tim Beckham had 38 in August. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like. <laughs> yeah. And then, but that's the thing. He's a good guy. He's a guy that the Orioles definitely want him to be the face of this organization. Yeah, well, so. I mean, if you go back to, to, to his big year was 2015 and 2016 had a good year too. Um, and, and those years he had a strikeout rate, a K rate of 31% and 32%, which is high. Yeah. But this past year, that, that K rate was up to 37%. And he doesn't get to face the oral pitch in. So. Uh, Slope had 67 extra base hits last year. Breaking news, the Terps just took the lead with uh, three seconds left. Oh, my. <laughs> with a three, three-pointer. Oh, my. From who? Herder? Yes, sir. It, Herder's a great player. Look at this. From downtown, three yeah. seconds left. Like, he's, he's, got, he's, got <laughs> he's on fire! He's got range. Love it. All right. All right, this is a good win for them. Well, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, it's still uh, three seconds on. left, Drew. Yeah, I'm not saying anything. A lot can happen in three seconds. <laughs> you, did you, uh, you have a strawberry guy over there you want to complain about this Yeah, week? I have a ton of stuff, but we'll just get to this one strawberry. Because um, oh, the, the Consumer Electronics Show uh, happened, and there's a lot of so many. All electronics are yeah. geared to strawberries. It's like Josh's backyard. I know. Well, we'll have to get that next week. I mean, it's, it's my, it's my nine-to-five job is, is this stuff. Yeah, I could talk to you about it. Oh, you know there's a lot of snowflake stuff out there. Uh-huh. You have a lot of voice control. You don't like the voice control? Well, I tell you what's happening, and we can just tease a little bit. What's happening with all the consumer electric stuff? Yeah, electronics. <laughs> electronics. Yeah. Um, yeah. this thing called uh, yeah, electricity and and yeah. things. Um, is it's all geared towards human beings? With the electronics are becoming more and more isolated by themselves, staying at home in their bedroom. Well, yeah, in their mom's basement. Yes. The whole goal is for it to think ahead of you. Yeah. So all these technologies. But are are acknowledging the need for companionship and for and 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 the need to interact with other human beings. And since they won't in real life, they're going to do it and pretend. Oh yeah, it's going to destroy the next generation of people as far as human relations. Like they literally have yeah. voice uh, these these radios or whatever that just plays like the noise of people eating dinner and having, having conversations. Right, that was one of them. Yeah. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? That sounds amazing. Have you ever been home all by yourself? It sounds great. How many, how many people how, leave the TV on when they're when they're home by themselves? How or about for their you dogs? Just hang out with other human beings though instead of getting a voice. There, there, there there's also a pillow that 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 it does yeah, all it, this stuff. It, 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 it warms and moves and comforts so that yeah. you're like you're there's sleeping a with a human. Here, by the way. Yeah. you know that, right? <laughs> no, it's yeah. Back in my day, Josh, do you know what we did when we were kids? We Slept had a, with people. We, we had a teddy bear. And then yeah. we'd sleep with a teddy bear oh, until we got yep. old enough Call that to, one. To, to, to then start sleeping with a girl. That, that's how we went from teddy bear <laughs> to woman. Now we go from about. teddy bear <laughs> to an electronic. Bear. Michigan's going to the line to win the game. It's, teddy it's just a glorified <laughs> teddy bear that a, an adult can use now because yeah. they don't have human beings to sleep right. with. Right. Back in my day, I would sleep with a girl. Now they're sleeping with these, uh, these, these whatever. Yeah. But, Who's but, the foul one? But 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 that's not my my snowflake of the story. My snowflake of the week. All right, we'll have to get to that next week. So Fallon Marcel, Ryan Dempster. Ryan oh, you want to talk about Ryan Dempster? <laughs> Ryan Dempster uh, is a is a, a pitcher, a former pitcher, Cubs, Red Sox. He made a he made a comment this past week. Is he not arguing about that's a foul? Is he about a, about a dog? Oh my god! There's this uh, this dog plays uh, or that doesn't play. The dog the, actually the is bat, a bat dog. Bat dog for yeah, a double yeah, A Trenton for, for the right, Yankees. Right, he picks up the bats, takes them to the dugout. Yeah, well, yeah. He, oh unfortunately, sadly, this dog has gone on to the other side. Yeah, to heaven. All dogs Doggy go to heaven. heaven. It's yeah. passed on. Happens all the time. Yeah. Well. Dogs die. Um, Move on. Okay, Josh. Okay, Josh. Is this, can we take a moment? Should we have a moment of silence or something for the dog? Anyway. No, he's a little heartless. Um, Dempster commented 
Uh, on the brighter side, he's on uh, Intentional Talk with Chris Rose. Do you wear the show? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the MLB Network. Yeah, it's a good show. Um, and he commented on a brighter side about the dog dying. He said on a brighter side, the pace of play will pick up a little there in Trenton. They've been working on that in the minor leagues. Uh, so rest in peace, Derby. We loved you. You were a great bat boy for a long time. And then he goes on to say um, how the bats are going to get back a little bit quicker. He was running with four legs, and two legs will be able to take it back with hands instead of using his mouth. And this will increase the pace of play in the minor leagues. And Twitter lost their minds over these comments. Because because he said something poor but bad about a dog? Yeah. Can I just read some of these comments on Twitter? I can't. I'm going to have to. I'm, you're going to have to use your bleep button or oh, so I'll just, two shots, right? I'll just use uh, other words. One person said Ryan uh, Dempster is a turd. That's the actual word he used, turd. Um, <laughs> He's got pink shoes um, on uh, Josh, you, can, can you mute this guy's mic? Is that, <laughs> is that possible? Yeah, I'm talking sports. And he's I'm talking sorry. turds. This is right. important here. Um, so here's where it all went down. F you, Ryan Dempster. Uh, some more comments. I mean, just type in Ryan Dempster's name and, and, you, and you'll see them all. Um, how awful of a person do you have to be to make a joke about the death of beloved dog? Get Ryan Dempster out of there. I see Ryan Dempster is still an awful excuse for a person. Uh, and then he had, it, it, it went, all, all, it went for, on for a while. And so he had the issue, of course... An apology. And okay. so he All issues right, so an apology where he says, I'm sorry for making a joke about a 13-year-old dog dying of cancer. Right? I, I, I've, I've been there. Yeah. You can't joke about anything on the internet. Yeah, Josh, you know this. And I, yeah, I'm trying I had, to be I had this, what, four, four this or five weeks a, ago when I joked about an injury? And so, Oh, yeah, you called me for that. Yeah, Twitter got very upset yeah, with me. We, we have a lot of listeners, and you got to be careful what you say. And he and so he put out this thing saying "Rip to Derby, the lovable, adorable bat dog from the Trenton Thunder." And then again, the comments, all the comments though, are again to the apology. The comments are nasty though. Yeah, because people are uh, people are mean. This person uses a gay slur. Another person uh, says uh, calls him a punk. Another person calls him again an inappropriate word. I can't say on here. And and it goes on and just read the comments. They're any, all expletives and not nice things. Any references to Haiti in there? Uh. But this is a total. This is like strawberry of the week, right? That you're that people take offense. First of all, if you're offended by this 13 year old dog dying, I don't understand unless you like personally knew the dog. Right? Isn't dog years like seven years? So wouldn't that dog be like no, nine ninety one? It used to be that way. Now they've reconfigured it. It's different. Wait, <laughs> wait they reconfigured it, dog yeah, years? It's, yeah. If you look it up now, it's different. It's not some seven, strawberry. Seven, seven, it's like seven, six point two, five point six. It's different. All right, if the dog lived 13 years, I think it's safe to say he's in his 70s. But the thing I don't understand about Lloyd Strawberry is offended by the by the the comment about the bad joke about the dog is they're using a lot of worse like if I want to judge the quality of a human being, yeah. Making a joke about a dead dog is probably not the best thing ever, but like who cares? Yeah. But the th- comments that people are making about Ryan Dempster they're a whole lot worse right. than making a joke about the dog. Right. Don't they understand that, Josh? No, because once you offend someone, you're not a human to them anymore, and you can... Yeah. Like, and so he made a bad joke, and they're not attacking the joke at all anymore. They're attacking him as a human being. Right, right. That's what's wrong with the internet and, yeah. and millennials. Yeah, this is strawberry stuff here. Yeah. And they don't even understand. Right, right. Just, oh, just, man. Just, to, just, you're a strawberry just look at politics. What do you think? It's a... That's... No one knows how to handle conversations. No one knows how to disagree with people. No one knows how to have a real interaction without yelling at each other. Yeah, because when they try to have interactions and conversations, they either have them on Twitter or they have to talk to Alexa to have the real conversation because they don't talk to real human beings anymore. So it all goes back to CES. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, but 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 this is what what drive me nuts, right? The same thing happened with uh, the Cam Newton. We talked a lot about a strawberry right. coming out because again, a bad joke. But then the response was worse than the than the uh, initial joke. Yeah, what a month ago was it the Steelers Bengals? And I said what I'm rooting for is a bunch of injuries. Yeah, you can't say that. And then it was an ugly game. And yeah, there and Ryan Scherzer may never walk again. Yeah, thanks to Josh. Right. So the, yeah, I got a bunch of backlash for that when clearly it was a joke. Yeah, Shazir. What I said his name wrong. I'm thinking Max Scherzer. Doesn't What's matter. It? He's with Steelers. <laughs> he can mispronounce it. It's okay. Yeah. The strawberries are easily offended by, by jokes. you got to be careful. Yeah. Breaking news. Yeah. yeah. In case you haven't heard. But go, going back to CES, you know what there is? A new, cuter, and improved robot dog. So what would solve all this problem with dogs dying left and right? Bert, you know something about that. Don't want to bring up bad memories. But with dogs dying left and right. Oh, what, that I had a dog that died? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I think any dog is better dead. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, you can tweet him at Bert Rohde. Um But they, but there, but there's a now new and improved robot dog. So yeah. everyone should just they should just put down all these dogs, put no. them all down. You know why? And then everyone get a robot dog that will never die, and well, yeah, but, that everyone will love them forever. Right. But they're trying to do that to met with men too. Yeah, that's the next thing to happen. That's yeah. The CES also scares me for from other reasons too because the robots are taking over. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but we'll be dead before they really it's, take it's, over. It's, it's, it's more it, of right. our kids' problem. We, we all thought we'd live in a Jetsons world. It's really that Wally world that we're going to end up in. Yeah. Well, that's a bad loss. That's a shame. I'm talking about the Terps game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the Terps. I thought you were talking about the loss of the dog. No, I know it is. No, it's it's no, a no, sad no, loss, but bad. they'll find another dog, Drew. Don't worry. But, but haven't the Ter- isn't that like just the Terps season this year? Bad loss after bad loss. Yeah, I mean, but that one. They had it. I mean, the kid, yeah. yeah Cowan's right. three inches closer to the sideline. He gets the inbounds pass. Turgeon's going to get beat up, though, for not having a guy on the inbound throw. I mean, he just basically, they let the kid beeline it. And then I just said to him right before they went out, I said, you know, there's you guys were busy talking about Ryan Dempster. I said to him, <laughs> you know, there's a foul coming up here, right? I mean, you right. know that that's well, yeah. how this is ending. So, anyway, that's a shame. All right. Hey, this was fun. We'll see you next Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have somebody in studio next Monday? I don't know. This is fun doing in studio. Josh has been new, here months. I know Josh has a new studio setup though, and I don't like how Josh is high up. Yeah. He is higher than us, and I get the feeling he's just looking down on us. He's got the Judge Judy thing going on. He definitely does. Where he's up on the stage. Kind of judging us down here for our comments. This was designed for, so uh, the intern could sit up here and kind of run things for us. And uh, well, well, he hasn't shown up in three months. Oh, okay. yeah. Been longer than that, so, I feel like. Someone should look into that. So Did someone check on him? Right. Has he tweeted or anything? <laughs> no. Wait, what do you do? I'm an intern. Wow, that's cool. When do you go? Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like him. I'm that's, not sure. That's about how it went. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. We haven't, been fun. A, we haven't been in the studio together in a while. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. we covered. I couldn't keep up today. We covered a lot of ground. Right. A lot of well, maybe there'll be some Orioles news to talk about next week. Yeah. I'm sure there will be. Absolutely there will be. Fan, fan, Absolutely. Fan Fest will be in uh, two weeks. That's when we get all the quotes about how there the players go. are excited for yeah, next get, year. I'm sure they'll make a big and, splash before Fan Right. And Dan Duquette making a bunch of excuses. Why. Remember, they used to have Fan Fest. They had it one year in December, and then they realized that's a horrible idea because the Orioles never do anything before December. So come in come in next week prepared with your prediction for what the big announcement at Fan Fest yeah. is going to be. I know Drew's sticking with uh, Ryan Flaherty as the big <laughs> splash I'll make before Fan Fest. Yeah, the big splash. Up. Yeah, a combination of Ryan Flaherty and Juan Jimenez is going to be the big yeah. They're bringing back the entire 2017 Orioles yes. for 2018. It's going to become the fan More fest. of the same. Last chance to get your photo with Manny Machado at this year's Fan Fest. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, well, check us out. You can follow the show on Instagram at Section 66 Show and on Twitter and on Facebook. Go ahead and write us a review on iTunes if you enjoy the show. Prove it. Be a co- be a real coconut and go to iTunes and, and write us a five-star review. You can also... Six stars. That's impossible, Drew. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing Machado. You can also follow me on Twitter at Section 336. Oh, what about you, Drew? Can they follow you on Twitter? You can. It's... I think it's just the at. The ampersand is the yeah. and sign. Oh, is it? Yeah. Can you just say your Twitter handle, Drew? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we don't, we don't need to name it. Yeah, we just need it's to. I mean, people know how Twitter works. It's a hooded It's a hooded four iron. Uh, it's an ampersand. I was right. It's an ampersand. I don't think that's what you said. No, I didn't. But it, I, I, I had. But I, hold on. I'm still in the air. Yeah. An Dude. ampersand is the is the is the end symbol. Yeah. Ah, ampersand. Sat. Ampers at. Well, it makes sense because and ends in a and d and at ends in at. I don't know what we're doing. If only we can we label all of them. That's right next to like some exclamation mark, and then we have the pound sign goes after the amper pound. Right. We'll tweet out. And then we have the dollar sign, the percentage mark. Amper percentage mark. <laughs> and then the up, is that just called up arrow? Up I thought arrow that's the a, number six. I thought that's a carrot. Oh, a carrot. This okay. is fun. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You can also follow Bert on Twitter. At Bert Brody. And you can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Sorrell. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go Oak. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Ooh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.